Hello and welcome to Knack at Home. I hope you guys are all doing well this week. Today we are catching up with our very own Knack site manager, Chris Brown. Many of you may already know, as well as putting on shows here at Knack, Chris is also a musician himself. During lockdown, Chris has become better known as the COVID cowboy, using the technological wonder, frankly, better known as the acapella app, which is one of many, but this is the one that Chris is using at the minute during lockdown. Uh, Chris has been sharing his one-man band music videos across YouTube and Facebook. We are eager to find out more about Project COVID Cowboy, and we will also be finding out a little bit of an update about the knack scene and what is happening with live events at our venue. So, current Chris will pass it over to past Chris to speak to Chris about how gigs are going on at the knack. So, Chris, firstly, we've been extremely impressed uh, with how many different instruments you can play. And now, thanks to your videos, we can see you playing them all at the same time. Can you tell us a little bit more about your instrument choice? Yeah, well, I started off playing guitar many years ago as a child. Uh, but in later life, I uh, discovered the, uh, the banjo. Uh, and that's um, become, uh, you know, my passion. Um, the, the other instruments in the videos, I've really only started playing during lockdown, out of necessity, really. Oh, no. Nice. Um, so... Um, I brought a cheap double bass and a snare drum and a kick drum and uh, just went on a very quick learning curve uh, just out of necessity. So I had a band there because I didn't want to use uh, any uh, electrical instrumentation. I wanted it to be uh, acoustic. Um, you know, uh, before that, I'd been playing in a band with that lineup with uh, with my friend Dan and Ian, who are from a band called The Black. Uh, rapids, and we've been getting something together along the similar sort of lines of what I've been recording. But of course, uh, COVID suspended that. Um, but hoping that that project can uh, re resume again, you know, as soon yep, as everything's yep. over. So that that's my background, really. Uh, it's 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 one of, of necessity. I do play a few other instruments. Uh, steel guitars are another instrument I play. Um, but banjo has been my real focus now for quite a few years. So when did you first pick up an instrument? When did you? When were you first introduced to music? When I was, I think, this is a, this is a good question. It seems to have been so, so many years, uh, so many years ago, I can hardly remember. But <laughs> I do remember, I do remember, um, as, a, as a child, uh, seeing a guitar in, uh, before the days of the internet, seeing a, 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 a guitar in my mum's catalogue and saying, oh, I'd like to learn guitar. And then a couple of Christmases after, after obviously they'd saved up, I'd got this uh, kid-sized K guitar. Oh, nice. And it, it, it all went from there, really. Um, you know, sort of... And when I got that guitar, I never, I never ever... Uh, Never ever put it, never ever put it down, really. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, it went from there. So technology has been an essential tool throughout this pandemic. Uh, the app you've been using yourself is a great example of how tech can be used creatively and socially at the same time. Have you seen any other creative responses uh, that, that have interested you during this um, during this pandemic? Um, I think I think um, the the app that you're referring to, uh, which is obviously just a trade name, I think there are a few others. Uh, I'm not totally sure. I just saw a really good friend of mine who I did a collaboration with using the app, uh, uh, using it, and I thought to myself, "Wow, that's great." Uh, 
I could do that with the other band members that I can't see. Yeah. But of course, I was so naive. I didn't realise that you, the, the other the other people had to have the same app, uh, and uh, you have to have a little bit of tech based, uh, you know, sort of experience to, yeah. to to get it to get it going. And how this particular app works, and I think there are a few of them out there, is you record your bit. You send a link to the next person, and uh, they put their bit on. They send it back. You can send it then on to somebody else, somebody else, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But it's all reliant on the other person having uh, have, having the same uh, having a app. setup themselves. Yeah, yeah. But um, I mean, it's absolutely incredible as uh, as you can do something, and you can collaborate with anybody around the world. Uh, uh, who has the app to to create music and record music? It's absolutely brilliant. And the thing I loved about it as well during this period of uh, lockdown is it was it wasn't just sound. You could actually see the person singing or the person playing yeah. the instruments. That's what really appealed to me. It was like the I thought, yeah, it's almost you know to substitute for for seeing. Um, a band almost, yeah. and, and that's what I've missed loads. There have been a few things. I did try, uh, uh, like, live jamming thing, but of course, that's all we learnt on your internet speed, and of you course, need yeah. to do it correctly. You need to do it via, uh, uh, you know, sort of a cable connection. You can't really yeah. do it via Wi-Fi, too. And even with a cable connection, there's some latency and, and lag, so it's far from ideal definitely there's a, there's a bit of a price uh, limit there isn't there yeah yeah I mean these apps though I mean you know uh, I think they're, they're all subscription but you know it works out at uh, you know two pounds a week mm. and uh, for two two pounds a week it's the best two pounds I've ever spent you know it's, yeah. uh, uh, you know I, I've done stuff that I couldn't have imagined doing without the aid of it really so it's been absolutely money well spent. Definitely. Crazy when you think you can record like, you know, nine or ten tracks with video and audio. And, uh, you know, I mean, some of the results uh, that I've heard uh, come out of some people using the app are just absolutely phenomenal. Like, you know, absolutely great. I couldn't agree more. So so, so what's next for the COVID Cowboy? Uh, do you plan to take this further? The answer is I don't know. The response has been uh, overwhelming, a bit, a bit crazy. Not my uh, inbox uh, from people wanting to do <laughs> collaborations and uh, and people uh, wanting to uh, offer me gigs has been <laughs> <That's brilliant. laughs> absolutely nuts. But uh, you know, it's not a band. It's of course, me yeah. with a few people collaborating. So. Uh, how you know? I just really want to get back to playing uh, my music with uh, the the people that I was doing prior yeah, to the lockdown. You know, um, and and that what we was doing was very very similar to the the the, the COVID cowboy project. So I don't know really. Uh, I think the the stupid name and the play on the situation <laughs> and uh, uh, doing. The sort of upbeat, sort of hoedowny type songs has just appealed to people because it's 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 been a bit of a escape, bit of jolly, jolly exactly, music. Yeah. You know? 
uh, a, bit of, a, bit, a bit of much needed uh, comical relief I think <laughs> yeah yeah I mean I've tried to, to you know sort of they get, they, they're getting more sillier as, as they go along <laughs> but it's, it, it's just bizarre you know sort of the offer of some of the gigs has just been crazy really so uh, before we move on to NAC news uh, how can listeners hear your music how can we how can we watch the videos well it's it's at the moment, it's just via uh, my my personal Facebook page, and uh, obviously via if they're on uh, the um, the app that I'm referring to, which is called Acapella, uh, they can find me on there. Uh, and uh, I'm just about converting all the files so to bang them onto uh, YouTube of what I've recorded so far. Right, there are yeah. many I've recorded that I haven't even released yet because I thought people get bored of me spitting them on but uh, <laughs> every time uh, I put them on they're getting thousands of views which is just just crazy really. <laughs> music yourself and being involved in putting on so many live shows over the years uh, we know it's, it's quite obvious how much live music means to you 
Uh, and like many of our listeners, we're, we're all eager to return to gigs and support the industry that we all love. Could you give us an update from behind the scenes at NAC, telling us about recent progress and what we can expect to see in the next few months? I think, to be honest with you, uh, it, it, it comes down to a few things. And uh, realistically, we need clear guidance from the, the, the government uh, to enable uh, the return of, of live music as we knew it. If it will go back to how we knew it uh, in the short term is, is is the big question. And, you know, it comes down to the big issue of public safety and the, the, the other factor is finance. And mm. uh, currently uh, we're restricted by the, the, the capacities of the, the spaces that we're trying to uh, put uh, events into. Uh, and under the current guidelines, uh, under the current guidance, uh, it doesn't make economic sense to do this. Uh, you know, even big venues, you know, uh, are, are running on 20, 30 percent of their capacity. And when you think that a lot of venues uh, need to run as 100 percent of their capacity to break even, and then yeah. they're reliant on bar sales to uh, to make to make up the footfall in in, in uh, uh, you know sort of profit, uh, it, it's just not a viable uh, thing to be able to do. Um, the, I'm, and I'm referring really to uh, the guidance that we currently have, yeah. which has all been focused really on uh, venues uh, that uh, you know we all visit. I think there will be a, a shift in uh, how things are operated uh, and uh, there are plenty of organisations like the uh, Music Venues Trustee who are absolutely doing a sterling job lobbying the government and bringing people together. Uh, their membership is now uh, well over 800 venues throughout the country wow. uh, and uh, they're doing absolutely stellar work in trying to represent all venues, but pre- predominantly grassroots venues yeah, and um, you know, I think that uh, we'll see a bigger focus on outdoor events as restrictions uh, are not as harsh, and of course, uh, the safety of the public uh, is is a lot easier to uh, accommodate outside. Uh, you know, you're not in. The, the the constraints of four walls uh, that's reliant on uh, air conditioning to to ventilate the room. Uh, you know you've got bigger space. Uh, you, you, the overheads are not as high, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I think there'll be a focus uh, uh, on outdoor uh, gigs in in the in the first instance. And uh, you know, sort of, it's certainly something NAC is looking into and uh, investigating. And I think you know there'll be a shift in uh, you know how we we go to gigs and the numbers that are allowed to go to gigs. There's been a lot of discussion and there's been uh, some guidance recently released on uh, you know sort of uh, small gigs going ahead and. Uh, a smaller audience, but then the rest of the audience can pay to view how successful that will be. I I wouldn't really want to comment. I I, I don't think 
it will be that successful. I, I think it'll be a bit of a gimmick at the start. And uh, uh, I, I really believe that the live music experience, uh, you know, part of it is is the environment and uh, actually being in that room with people and, and mm. experiencing uh, something that is very special at a particular moment in time. I totally agree. It's quite difficult to cultivate the appropriate atmosphere from a remote location, beaming to, you know, 300, 400 different people's houses, not knowing how they're even seeing you at the moment. There's no non-verbal communication kind of thing. And also, a lot of artists, they, they thrive off the interaction of an audience as well. And, yeah. you know, that's very, very difficult to do, uh, you know. And certain genres of music are, 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 are you know, sort of... Uh, are reliant on other factors such as uh, dancing, you know, and stuff like that. And yeah. So, so therefore, you, it's never going to be the same. It could be a short-term fix, but I, I you know, I, I don't think it's the way forward. I think it's a short-term fix. And uh, yes, it's been lovely. I, I've subscribed to a few uh, channels and uh, venues. There are. Uh, doing the music that I love and uh, you know I've, I've watched and enjoyed watching but it's certainly not the same it's something different really but it's uh, it's one step up from uh, watching a DVD or something it's certainly not the same it's it's a poor substitute but better than nothing So when do you think uh, and I'm just asking you to pull a random day out of the air really I mean when can you see gigs going back to a state of normality? I honestly, personally, don't think they will until uh, either we get rid of the uh, the virus, uh, which is totally unlikely, or there is a vaccine uh, and people, um, you know, are prepared to take the vaccine. And all both those solutions going back to how we knew gigs i feel is a long way off and there's also um you know a sort of global factors in into account here you know sort of uh bands that are not from the uk might not be able to travel here you know there's there's also the the audience confidence in when will people be ready to come back uh, you know, um, there's so many factors. I certainly don't think it will be, uh, it certainly won't be this year. Mm -hmm. There'll be pilot gigs and and gigs put on as as, as ways of learning and, yeah. and uh, you know, stuff. But in terms of uh, promoters and stuff, actually booking tours, I, I, I just cannot see it being this year for sure. Yeah, yeah. As sad as it is. I mean, there'll yeah. definitely be entertainment. There'll be some form of entertainment and escapism. There always will be. Yeah, I mean, I noticed only this week there's been a, a few festivals saying they're going ahead uh, in September. Yes, they're outside, you know, but the restrictions on them, it's just absolutely, uh, you know, I, personally, I think it's a bit crazy. You know, they're sort of... They haven't got the lineup of the bands that the, the tickets were sold on. Yeah. Uh, that you've got to wear a face mask all day. Uh, there's no dancing. You've got to social, 
socially distanced. Uh, the turnarounds between the bands, uh, they said, will be up to an hour between each band. And yeah. I, 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 I just can't see the point personally. Uh, you know, but but there there are people that will attend, uh, and it might be for them. All I'm saying, it's not for me. You know. Yeah. Um, um, it's it's frustrating. It's very frustrating. Have you any ideas on what kind of bands that are going to be put on at the NAC? Uh, maybe next year, or, or or any pilot gigs? Is there any confirmed? Well, the the, the situation the situation will be. Uh, uh, we have to uh, we have to do do we have to try and look at, at the piloting stuff. And we have to follow the guidance that's uh, that, that's out there already. So, uh, so looking looking at the guidance and what could possibly work, uh, I think the first uh, the, the 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 first uh, the first few things will be quite simple and and uh, just because there is a lack of uh, singing. Uh, so it possibly be jazz, as that could be instrumental. Yeah. Uh, as there are quite uh, quite a lot of guidelines around uh, uh, vocals, etc., uh, etc. Et uh, and uh, another good one would be folk. And those are, those are sort of gigs that traditionally you can sit down, so it's easier to administrate and oversee the, the safety of the audience uh, and stuff, you know, as far as, uh, you know, rock and pop gigs where people are standing uh, in a room crammed together like sardines, jumping up and down, that will certainly <laughs> not happen for a long time, you know, a, a very long time. So I think the sort of folk uh, world roots jazz music will, will be next first uh, uh, foot in the water. Um, you know, uh, and I'm really, really keen to try and pilot uh, those things. Uh, we need to, you know, it, it, it's starting from fresh. It's going to be, it's going to be a learning curve. Yeah. But then, more importantly, you know, is the is the audience confidence there? That's the, that's that's the big thing. Oh, yeah, I think that's the all-important barometer. Well, thank you very much for your time today, Chris. I really appreciate it. It's been fantastic to have you on the show and fantastic to hear all the intricate details of the COVID Cowboy and, and some behind-the-scenes info on the knack and when we're going to get some gigs again. So thank you very much for your time. Yeah, thank you. Um, I, you know, Let's just hope that uh, we can get back to some normality as soon as possible thank you very much guys for listening this week you can catch us every monday on wcr at 6 45 p.m or you can check us out on our own website which is newhampton arts or you can go to spotify or itunes and just type in knack at home so until next week guys i love you goodbye